all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, which I'm excited to say we are now airing five days a week. Once a week, you can still hear an interview with a different consciousness change maker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness across Spaceship Earth. But now, also, in addition to the weekly interview, on the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics we deem worthy of discussion. All right, all you positive heads, welcome to another edition, holiday edition, of the Positive Head Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I've got my co-host, Dalian the Alien, here with me in a very, very uh, festive Santa Claus hat. Hello, Dalian. Hi there, or should I say, since it's a holiday edition, ho, ho, ho. Well, that wasn't very Santa Clausy. Let me try again. Ho, ho, ho. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> what? I, was, I think of the, the Christmas story. Ho, ho, ho. You've seen that movie, haven't oh, you? Oh, that's right. The kids, no, the gay, Ralphie, I haven't the, seen the whole the BB thing. gun. Everyone's seen that movie. If you haven't, you need to leave the country immediately. You are no longer welcome. This is the only thing I'm prejudiced on. You have to have seen A Christmas Story or else. You're oh, okay. a bad person. Well, I just said I haven't <laughs> seen it, but you always give just me kidding. give me some grief about it every Christmas. Oh, just kidding. You're not yeah. totally a bad person, but just kind of a bad person for not seeing it. It's really comical. Actually, uh, Anna had never seen it, and we watched it the other night. She absolutely loved it. I think they play it all day on Christmas Day. On one channel, like TNT or something like that, they just loop it, and uh, it's it's just it's just a great comedy, just cute, funny, all all the elements. Um, and anyway, there's a scene where the kid, he's like eight, ten year old kid, and he wants a, a Red Rider BB gun. It's in the forties. He gets on uh, Santa's lap, and Santa um, he, he he kind of freezes up, um, asking Santa what he wants, and then Santa goes to push him down a slide, and and uh, and ends up like kicking him down the slide. Anyway, I won't I won't tell the whole movie, but uh, I, it just makes me think. For those of you who've seen the movie, you understand my my ho ho ho. That's how the guy like does it. It's like this really ridiculous ho ho ho, and he's like real rude. <laughs> so so what you're saying is, I, I think you're trying to say that you think the movie's a Christmas classic. It is. It's become a Christmas classic. I think it's. Um, I actually heard the backstory many years ago. It was. Uh, it was bundled the director or someone trying to make it they actually um bundled it with a horror movie so in in the deal they worked in there like okay i'll do this horror movie but you've got to allow me the budget to also do this christmas movie and you know however the deal went down it was just like this thrown in thing of course none of us have any clue what that horror movie is and uh, it turned into be this huge christmas classic so it's it's uh yeah, it's kind of a cool story how it ended up happening. Yeah, that is interesting. I was going to say real quick that um, I'm assuming that um, your uh, partner, Anna, being from Ukraine, she spent her, her childhood there. So yeah, maybe that's why seven. she didn't see yeah. it. Uh, I didn't see it either because growing up in Chile in South America, of course, there's a lot of American pop culture that's traveled the world over you know, for the last few decades. But there's things that make it certain places and other things don't for some reason. Yeah. Or maybe I saw it when I was a kid and it just never caught on. But it is an... an it's not that old of a movie, actually. I think it was made in the It's 80s. from the 80s, right? Yeah, yeah. late but 80s, maybe? That's kind of borderline, you know, to be yeah. a classic for me, but yeah, 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 not yeah. quite. Especially being from a different yeah. country. Yeah, you know what? Whether you're, you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, I don't care what it is. It's like mm-hmm. a really, like, 
fun, <laughs> funny movie. It's, yeah, no, no, no. It's just I, so I, cleverly yeah. done. The dialogue uh-huh. is so you'll you'll be laughing the whole time, and yeah. it's it's very uh, it's very endearing. I know you're right because I have seen bits and pieces of it. Though I think I've seen probably by now pretty much the whole movie just in different yeah, you yeah. know spots like yeah, yeah. every holiday. But uh, it does have very classic scenes that I recognize now. Uh, for sure, like the, um, oh, and of course, like the kid, the blonde kid with the glasses, he's like, um, Ralphie. You know, yeah, he's, he, he's, um, inner pop culture, uh, uh, you know, I, I know that for a fact because I think in the third Iron Man movie from the whole Marvel uh-huh. cinematic universe, there's a kid who appears in a scene for like a split second, and you know, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, of course, he makes that quick, uh, Whip, he says, oh, oh, by the way, I loved you in A Christmas Story because the kid looks exactly <laughs> like, the, like Ralphie, so it's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. I don't think I've seen that one. Uh-huh. Anyway, moving right along, we're obviously in uh, the holiday spirit around here, and uh, even though it is sunny California, or actually not so sunny the last couple of days, a little rainy here, but uh, we're obviously on that wavelength and feeling festive, so uh, we're going to talk about things uh, sort of in that ballpark today. Uh, Dealing, what do you got in way of a... Uh, Positive story of the day. Well, I think that we definitely have the holiday cheer and gift giving theme down, uh, pretty much um, locked up for today's episode. I've got a couple of stories, uh, maybe not quite so paranormal slash, you know, multi dimensional for you. But oh, nothing mysterious today, too. I, uh, I you know, I, I do have something gonna... we could get into. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're keeping uh, on the edge of my seat, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, the. Um, one story that I definitely want to share today that's inspirational and just appropriate for the holidays and um, incredibly just awesome all around is this guy, Eugene Yoon, um, Brandon, who worked in a Northern California research company. Okay. It sounds like he had a, uh, you know, relatively well-paying job. He's, um, you know, young guy. Seems like he was doing okay for himself, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, f- for, for whatever reason, he um, ended up coming to believe that he was going to perform a life-altering good deed for someone uh, that he really wanted to. He felt a calling. You could say it was almost like an epiphany, right? Mm-hmm. And and so this guy set out to do this without really knowing who he was going to perform this kind deed for. Mm-hmm. He just felt a really strong urge to help one person right. in a profound way. So um, as luck would have it, of course, <laughs> the way these things work, he found the video not too long after that on his Facebook feed from this guy, uh, victim of a shooting, Arthur Renowitzki mm-hmm. from uh, California as well. And uh, Arthur had been uh, shot and paralyzed um, eight years before. So uh, in that regard, Arthur may seem ordinary, but um, he or, you know, just an unfortunate victim of, of, you know, something like that. But Arthur had decided that he would walk again. So he had made that his uh, life mission, you could say. Mm-hmm. And there were there was video of him. The video that uh, Eugene saw was of Arthur wearing a T-shirt saying, I will walk again. Yeah. And uh, on a wheelchair performing exercises and, you know, definitely showing that determination, right? Uh-huh. So Eugene was moved by it. Uh-huh. And it was a video that was making the rounds online, of course. So it was inspirational to Eugene, and uh, he decided that this was going to be his, uh, you know, the recipient of his good deed, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. And so what Eugene ended up doing, Brandon, is uh, really remarkable. He quit his job and decided that he was going to sit out on a hike to raise money. Wow. And uh, he did that. He uh, trekked from the uh, U.S.-Mexico border all the way up to the border with Canada. Wow. So I guess he did it uh, up the West Coast, it sounds like. And here. to raise money, like, so he... <laughs> He had people sponsor him. Like, if I make this hike, you'll donate X to. Yeah, 
he was part of a campaign online, but he was posting regular video blogs, keeping people up to date on his whole plan. And uh, he was uh, apparently even keeping current uh, during his trek of, you know, the major milestones of his campaign because they showed him as he's approaching the border with Canada. He was like, I guess, getting real close when he met his goal. Wow. Financially. So he, like, there's a video of him, you know, just like celebrating what and he's hiking. What a beautiful story. And that's awesome. Dude. Yeah. The most amazing part, Brandon, is the footage of them meeting uh, at the end of this whole thing when um, Eugene has helped Arthur obtain these $80,000 um, prosthetic uh, legs. It's like and an he armature. Walked, he yeah. walked for the legs, yeah, which exactly. is cool symbolically. He, he walked for the legs and then helped give this other person this pair of, uh, you know, pretty expensive high-tech robotic legs that are helping this, wow. you know, person walk now. Wow, that's really, really cool. And it's it's one of those things that my brain instantly goes to, and it's things that we've talked about a little a little on here, um, such as, uh, you know, I've referenced it multiple times, um, the forthcoming interview release with Eben Alexander. And one of the things that he talks about that he learned on the other side during his near-death experience is how we have soul groups and uh, soulmates and things like that. And, and soul groups are these souls that you reincarnate with and you interact with each other in ways that stimulate each other's growth. And whether it's playing the villain for each other or playing the, the hero or friend or whatever it may be. Um, and so I instantly, my head goes to like, wow, what are these two souls? Uh, what are their connection that one would be so moved by the other one's story? And the other one, I love how the guy actually was putting it out there to the universe. You know, he was saying, I will walk again. I'm creating that reality. I'm calling that energy in. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know how it's going to happen exactly, you know, uh, but I'm going to do it. And then here's this other person who's wanting to do a good deed. Uh, there's no, it's not like I, I'm willing to bet, uh, when you, when we die and we can see this story further, you're going to see a deep, profound connection between these two souls. And this is part of their contract to fulfill, to give, uh, one giving a gift to the other. And, and then the world gets to share in it by hearing the story. And it's, um, you know, it kind of leads me into what I wanted to talk about today as far as the positive positive pondering of the day so i i guess i might as well continue um you know the positive for the positive pondering breakdown of the day i have a quote the meaning of life is to find your gift the purpose of life is to give it away and in this case this story the the you know the guy's gift is to he wants to he wants to give away you know help to create giving away these prosthetics for for this individual and he finds a creative way to go about doing that that the whole world can share in and so many people are all you know you're always looking for ways to how can i how can i get from life how can i how how can i get mine i know you know so we all know those people and we've all been there too we've all been in that those moments of how can i get mine how can i get mine how can i get mine and i just challenge everyone and it is a challenge you know because it's contrary to what so much has been put into our heads in the separation mentality based um, culture and, and society that we live in that you need to get yours it's separation you know it's uh, survival of the fittest uh, everyone's competition and i challenge everyone to look the complete opposite direction you know instead of how do i get mine how do i give mine and that's an interesting way you know the meaning of life is to find your gift the purpose of life is to give it away and why does you know there's another quote that says something to the effect of um 
you can only get for yourself. You you always have the opportunity to give away what you want for yourself. And uh, I, I believe that to to very much be true. You're going to find yourself in opportunities where in some roundabout way, you have a, 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 an opportunity to give what you want for yourself to someone else. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> um, it's uh, <laughs> not trying to sound like Senator Palpatine there from Star Wars. Dan, Dan. <laughs> do, do it. it. <laughs> uh, although that could be funny. Uh-huh. Uh, cue Senator Palpatine, please. And, uh, <laughs> sample um do it but um when you approach everything and it goes back to everything that we always talk about why is it set up this way why will you find yourself having the opportunity to give away what you want for yourself why is important to figure out what your gift is and know that it somehow ties to giving um because all is one what you give you're going to feel the energetic repercussions of you're always selfishly giving in a good way you're giving something away and know that energy is just going to circle back around. And I love seeing these creative ways to do, uh, to, to, uh, enter into the magic of giving. And with that being said, I would actually like to uh, share a video that I happened upon this morning on my Facebook feed from a guy named John Stein, S T Y N. You can uh, search him on, uh, YouTube. He's actually, uh, did a little feature uh, on uh, our interview with Marion Goodall, the CEO of Burning Man, a few months ago. Awesome guy. Uh, you can't miss him if you when you Google him. He's going to come up with pink hair. <laughs> he has a thing uh, on YouTube. His, his channel's uh, the Sing Hug Nation and Belief Buffet. It's all about loving more and fearing less. And he's a great talk. Actually, I should invite him onto the show. He'd be a great guest. Uh, I'll do that. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I won't go into too much about what his whole thing is. Go check him out. But he pl- he posted a video uh, about uh, the gift of giving gifts to give. Let's take a quick listen. I want to talk about the gift of giving gifts to give. There's a viral video where they set up this kiosky thing of a big present and it phone rings and when you answer the phone Santa's on the other line he gives you a gift so a gift drops into this little slot and then he gives you instructions to give that gift to someone else in the mall and it is awesome that subtle but significant difference of giving someone a gift to give away as opposed to just giving them a gift made it special made it transformative my grandpa Caleb used to often give gifts of gifts to give away. Like uh, heifer.org is a good example of that. You can buy a milking goat for a family in need in a rural community in another country, and then you give a certificate to your giftee. Still participate in the gifting season when you know somebody has everything. I've kind of fallen into the trap of trying to figure out what thing can I get for my nephews. They've got all the video games they need. They've got all the sporting equipment they need. And they're going to get so much more of that stuff. So I'm going to give them some cash to give away. Five five dollar bills with bows on them that they have to give away to a stranger. And if one of those bills, one of those gestures gets a reaction, it can teach them what... I keep seeing in these videos and in my experiences, the experience of giving someone joy, it's like giving someone an orgasm. Should I have said that? Like if you weigh the joy that you you get from getting something versus the joy you get from giving someone joy, it is 
the proportional makeup is so heavily weighted on giving, and yet we don't have the training, we don't have the experiences that teach us that. I think there's this point where you start to realize, oh my gosh, I just totally, I can feel that person's joy. I can feel it. And when you can have those experiences, it can change the way you see the world and you see yourself in the world and you can feel that whether you get it on a deep level, on a spiritual level, on an intellectual, whatever, it doesn't even, if you just have a taste of that, I'm connected. It, it, it all becomes a pay it forward thing where anybody who has received a gift like that, it opens up and releases some of their own chains that, and the restrictions that they have on doing those kind of things in the world. We're taught that you're a sucker and you're vulnerable and you're kind of, it's a little crazy to just give without receiving anything. But when you give to somebody, you, you knock them out of that. That's why you see those chains that happen at Starbucks and other places where they pay for the person behind them and they pay for the person behind them and they pay for the person behind them because it's like, whoa, you can do that? You can just be kind and then you go, oh my gosh, that only cost me $5 and I've been thinking about this all day. I've been thinking about this all week. I will remember this for years. How many $5 purchases do you remember for years? That is the kind of impact that is when $5 actually ripples and changes many, many people. Something feels good about giving. Why do you think Santa is so happy? You can't eat that much gluten and still be that happy unless you've got something figured out. So, be like Santa. That being said, I encourage everyone to send me $5 um, because it will make you feel great. <laughs> Just kidding. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Giftmas. Delicious. On our first kind of date, she, for my birthday, which took place at a festival, she showed up with two huge pans of cupcakes for me to give away. I was like, wow, this is the coolest gift ever. This woman gets me. So yeah, what an awesome, what an awesome concept, right? The gift of giving gifts to give. Um, <laughs> I love, love, love. And this is exactly dealing what we talked about with offering the free positive head bracelets for Christmas. At first, we talked about even the concept of not allowing you guys to write in and get one free for yourself, but only to give one to someone else, you know, and, and collectively. You tell us who you want to give it to and we'll send it to them. And we didn't end up, end up doing it just because of the logistics of it and, you know, how to set it all up and deal with it. And we've got so many things going on over here. So when I came across this video, I'm like, ah, you know, this is so awesome that, you know, there's something in a in a mall where you a gift drops down and you can go give it to someone else. And I loved his idea about actually giving his niece and nephews, uh, or I forget what, what he said it was, nephews maybe, uh, $5 bills wrapped in bows that he in turn has to give away. I have a really good friend, Shane Garrett, who uh, does that sort of thing with, uh, he always carries subway cards around with him. And whenever he's out anyway, you know, free for free subways. And if he sees homeless people, his, his son is in the habit you know, his five-year-old son, six-year-old son, um, who you can actually see in the positive head uh, 
Magic video. video. Yeah, he's uh-huh. a magical kid. He's, oh, where's the free subway card? Let me go give this homeless guy, you know, a free free card. And so he's teaching him how to give uh, as opposed to always looking to receive. And I think that is such a profound lesson. And and as uh, he talked about in his, John talked about here, you know, that's a, a $5 that can be remembered for years if it helps one person and makes a real impact on them. You know, uh, <laughs> he talks about being like Santa, of course. And, and, you know, one thing that I thought of that he didn't touch on in the video, and I think it's something that we've even touched on briefly before Dalian, is uh, I remember seeing a uh, talk with Wayne Dyer many years ago, and he talked about giving and the actual physical effects uh, on the brain. Mm-hmm. And what he talked about is uh, actually uh, performing some act of, of giving publicly. So if I... Uh, me and you are in public and I, or, or let's back up. Let's take the example of the guy with the, the legs, right? When you see that story, not only did the, the guy who did the walking were serotonin and chemicals released in his brain during that act of giving, not only was the recipient of his good will, his amazing goodwill, uh, who got the legs, not only was serotonin, serotonin released in his brain during this whole process of giving, um, which of course is the, the chemical in the brain that makes you feel happy and good. But anyone who hears their story or is a, a, a privy to the story, even our listeners now hearing the story, feel good chemicals in their brain are released. So anytime a gift is being given, you can already see, I love it when physiology ties in with these spiritual concepts. <laughs> it's, you know, if, if, if an act of giving is happening, the person giving uh, has uh, positive physical effects that make them feel good. Uh, the, the recipient has positive effects and anyone who witnesses the act of kindness has a positive effect. So if that doesn't tell you that we're wired to to be giving more, I don't know what does. Isn't the whole point of this life to find happiness in uh, in in peace and in and feel good? That's what we're all striving for. And here's this very simple way to do it. And, and when you get creative, you get into the flow of giving as opposed to how do I take or how do I get mine? Instead, how do I give to, to, to how do I give to get what I want, which is to feel good and happy. And that's the end goal of anything you do, right? Is because you want to feel better in the, in the doing of it. Um, as Abraham Hicks often talks about. So uh, here it is, guys. There's the simple answer. You want to you want to be happy. You want forget about all the things you're chasing. Figure out ways to give. The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. Yeah, I think more and more people are waking up to that uh, realization, Brandon. The story with Eugene that, uh, by the way, we I found on uh, Good News Network. I was going to mention that real quick because there is that connection there. Uh, but you, you interviewed uh, Jerry Weiss Corbley from Good News Network oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a few episodes ago. And one of the things that I remembered is uh, she mentioned how uh, on social media, positive stories are much more likely to be shared. Right, and that's one of the right. things that you see now a lot is uh, going viral, like on Facebook, is these incredibly inspiring stories. It's one of the things that I thought was really interesting from uh, the story itself, from uh, Eugene and Arthur and the uh, $80,000 legs, mm-hmm. um, because... Um, it, it, you, you totally got the sense that people were really moved by the whole, you know, of course, incredible act of generosity. But there was that whole thing that you, I know you've been aware of for a long time now, um, the the act of giving and what it does to you, what it does to everyone, right? right. Involved in the whole process. I know that for you, 
giving uh, has become a much more prominent thing. I think I, I would have to infer from your experience all those years ago going to Burning Man for the first time. Like, right, which uh, is a big piece of Burning Man is the gifting. Exactly, aspect, yeah. gifting. Exactly, gifting being uh, one of the. Uh, I th- I'm going to say core principles. Right, right. That may not be exactly stated yeah, yeah, right, I but yeah, so. exactly. And I think that that's one of the things that's so fascinating is that um, it does have that that at its core. So it makes it a pretty integral part of the experience. And of course, you know, festival culture. Is so you know, radically transformative from everything I've seen and experienced myself. Right, but having that as one of the big pieces of that culture, gift giving. You know, yeah, making it and, and really connecting with the essence of that. I think is awesome. One of the things that I was going to mention real quick is. One of the other stories that I was looking at for today, also on Good News Network, uh, is um, you know a pretty simple story, you could say. It's a woman in, here in California in Stockton who found a wallet and returned it. It's one of those classic, you mm. know, like found a wallet full of cash and right. give it back to the owner. But it's such a remarkable thing. The wallet was literally full full of cash. Like to the, you couldn't even close it. Like wow. the woman, you know, found $4,000. Yeah. And, um, you know, she, um, the, the story reports how she, was really, te- you know, very tempted to like hold on to the money. She's yeah, like, yeah. I could have definitely used it. She slept on it and decided to give it back. She looked in the wallet, of course, and saw the ID of the person, the yeah. owner, and realized that he lived not that far from her, down the street. Right. So she's like, oh, you know, I, I now I definitely have to go and give it back, right? So uh, um, her name is uh, Starla Beltran, and she returned the wallet to uh, Tony Sumahed, the mm-hmm. owner. Uh, Tony teared up when he got wow. that wallet. I mean, he just couldn't believe it. He's like, I'm, this is so incredible. I'm not sure that I could have done what you just did for me, wow. he said. And uh, the thing that's, I think is, you know, makes me realize that people are getting this more and more yeah. is that she said this. She said the very same thing you said and that people are realizing. She said, I know that if I had held on to the money or spent it on something I needed, I wouldn't have had this experience that I gave myself by returning yeah. the wallet. And not only that experience that and that he then experienced the all the good energy that you are you are inviting into your world. You're telling the universe in that moment that you have abundance. And um, this is something that I, I've talked about, talked about recently. Um, someone asked me, uh, you know, not too long ago. What if someone came and made it, made a claim on a on a company that I have? What if someone made a claim that uh, this person made a claim that they you owe them a, a percentage ownership or something like that? And um, and it was kind of like a joking question. I said, you know, if he if someone came and this person made this claim that I owed them something, I would I would want to give it to them freely. Now, I'm not saying that that I would come to that necessarily super easily, but at the end of the day, that's the highest choice. And why is that the highest choice? Because when you, when, whenever someone comes to try and take something from you or by giving it freely, you're telling the universe, uh, I have it to give. And you're also saying, I trust that if, if you take one from me, two come from behind it. If I give one away, I create two new. You have unlimited abundance at your disposal because you are one with what created all things. So, you know, by giving that $4,000 back, she, she so much more richness is going to come into her life and you don't necessarily know how it's going to come. It may be through the new job that she gets that she wouldn't have got energetically because of the vibration she was resonating with. It may be uh, in a new partner that is on a vibration of they would have given it back. You know, I think of this story, John Stein here talked about his uh, girlfriend when they first met on his birthday, giving him cupcakes 
to give away. And he had just met her or something he referenced in, in the story at the end of the video you guys heard. And he's like, oh man, she really gets me, you know, because what a great idea. I love it. I'm going to give you here, instead of giving you a birthday cake, here's cupcakes that you can go to this festival and give away, 24 of them, right? She, why did he attract this person that gets them because they're on the same vibration. That's why. Yeah. And so when you are resonating with a vibration of abundance, you guess what you attract? Abundance. Yeah. When you say I have it to give, I certainly am not going to sacrifice my integrity for $4,000 or $4 million for that matter. You know, why would I do that? That's limit. That's selling myself short. I'm going to get less energetically. And I don't need to know how that energy is coming, but it's coming. And why would I, you know, send the wrong message to the universe that I needed to, de- to deceive or that I need to cut off my flow to the unlimited. I'm literally one with the abundance that created the entire cosmos. That's that's my handiwork. That's your handiwork. You know, yeah. I'm not going to cut off that flow. I'm actually trying to open that valve, not shut it down. Yeah, I think people are really starting to get that more and more, Brandon. Uh, there's a quick um, mention of something that Starla said in that during that story as well. Um, she she said something, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's something like. There's, there's lots of times in, in life when we experience hardship, but that's no reason to have to make a bad choice or something like that. And, you know, it, it makes you think of, uh, I think this really goes hand in hand with the whole giving thing, because you think of situations where people, there, there are some individuals who have a lot. They already have abundance in this mm-hmm. life, more, more than enough times over to, you know, sustain their families, you know. And and yet they choose to act in incredibly petty ways. You can see examples of this out there. Oh, so you many, see examples so many of, wealthy people. Yeah, yeah, and you see like the, the the whole spectrum, which is remarkable. People who have nothing and choose to give away what little they have, and people who have everything, yep. but want more and more and more, yep. and are willing to like screw anyone over to get it. And, the and difference could cost, be more energetic. At co- and at what cost? The yeah, person exactly. who had little and gave it away, I guarantee you, is ex- experiencing happier. They're happier. They're more feel good things are happening in their inner life. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. That's what we're all seeking. The other guy still may, in his outer life, may appear happier. He may be just, you know, if you're looking at his bank account, but he's just more miserable in a better part of town, (laughs) you know, in a better neighborhood. Oftentimes it's very obvious, even like, you know, exactly like you said, even though people may want to portray a certain appearance. It, it, it's an energetic thing. We can't hide it. We can't really disguise it. I mean, we can try and hide it and pretend it's not the case, but we really exude this attitude and, you know, that frequency, whatever, whatever frequency we resonate with, whether we have a lot or, or very little, whether we are resonating with abundance or scarcity, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether we have a lot or, or little. And, and like you said, you know, someone on the street giving away, you know, the shirt off their back if if it if there's if if it's a genuine act of giving, then you can often just see it all over them, sense it. Whereas, you know, like you said, someone who's you know very rich and wealthy, you know, it's the little decisions they make every day, the way in which they treat you know someone you know much lesser than they, right? That right. reflects that right. whole. It's it's definitely a very energetic frequency based thing. I, that's what I get now. If you want to understand the universe? Think in ter- think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Nikola Tesla. So, well, everyone, that has been uh, a wonderful gift to do this podcast today. Yeah. And uh, what do we got, Dalian, to leave the good people with as far as music today? We have uh, more of what I would call pretty, uh, pretty deliciously heart uh, warming, heart uh, based, heart energy, more heartbeats. Yeah, heartbeats music from uh, our friend. Uh, 
G. Kenny. Okay, so I know a lot of people that make music, and I think this is the first time we've played three tracks. I don't know, maybe even two tracks, uh, especially within a, a week or so. Uh, <laughs> I met this uh, guy at the store I get my water from nearby. Amazing, magical place that uh, treats the water uh, based off of uh, Dr. Emoto's study on the message in water. And uh, luckily, uh, I'm so fortunate that it's nearby and he works there and it's so appropriate that he works there. And, you know, he told me about his music and we've been listening to it a lot here uh, in the studio because it is just such heart music so that's why we continue to share it with you so what what track are you gonna play uh the track is called heart yoga and uh yeah it's just like you said brandon we were kind of geeking out on uh g kenny and his music because he is so relentlessly optimistic and positive <laughs> yeah I, I find that actually really just we awesome in a, in a refreshing way yeah exactly. what do you know we've attracted something into our world uh that is on our vibration that is a match right so um G. Kinney, thank you for doing what you do uh, once again. And uh, I look forward to chatting with you more the next time I go get my uh, fill up my water bottles. <laughs> and you guys can find him on uh, soundcloud.com. Uh, it's spelled G-K-E-N-E. So G. Kinney, uh, the song is called Heart Yoga. Otherwise, if you have enjoyed this positive download from our hearts and minds to yours, please Take a minute, give us a rating or review on iTunes, since iTunes is the holy grail of all things podcasting. Uh, your good reviews help us to reach more listeners. Also, we would be extremely appreciative if you would tell your friends and family about the show. Our sincere intent with the Positive Head podcast is to spread positivity to the world because, well, because we're selfish, quite honestly. Uh, I say that jokingly, but really only halfway joking. I'm referring to the good kind of selfish based on the knowing that we all get what we give in this life because when we give, we're actually always giving to extensions of self since we're all really one in the same consciousness, just in different bodies. So if you want to be a good selfish along with us by helping to spread the positivity, by all means, please proceed to shout about the Positive Head podcast from your rooftop. <laughs> Otherwise, as you continue on your fabulous journey in this 3D reality, be sure to remember this. As long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Journey well, everyone, and thank you for being. The winds are changing. Change is good. Yeah, but it's not easy. I know what I have to do, but going back means I'll have to face my past. Running from it for so long. Ow! Jesus, what was that for? It doesn't matter! It's in the past! <laughs> yeah, but it still hurts. Oh, yes, the past can't hurt. But the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. Ah! You see? So, what are you going to do?
do my best every day, I would encourage you to do the same, to see all of my problems, all of my challenges as blessings in disguise, as opportunities to come up higher. All it is, is a shift of focus. Gig sounds good, sounds great, makes sense, but how do I do it? Real simple, shift your focus. Instead of focusing on the problem as a problem, look for the lessons, look for the opportunities. How am I going to be better for this situation? That requires a very mature approach. It requires for us to sit back when we're not as emotional about the situation and garner the lessons. That's the message today. See your problems and challenges as blessings in disguise because truthfully, they are. Garner. I do my very best. 